You are listening to Making Mama Magic with honest and authentic conversations about all things related to modern motherhood, wholehearted living, and peaceful parenting. Join me and my guests in our chats about redefining motherhood and parenting in a way that focuses on purpose, peace, and presence while pursuing dreams in life, career, and business in our unique, magical way. I am your host, Eva, and I empower moms to parent with connection and curiosity and to own their confidence in motherhood. Hi, welcome to Making Mama Magic Podcast. I'm back from my break after delivering my second child. And it's been quite a journey so far, having two littles in the house and embracing the ups and downs of having two kids. And uh, I'll share a bit more in another episode. But for today's episode, I'd like to talk about something that has been very close to my heart in terms of my journey as a mother so far. And it's been something that I've been hearing from friends and clients, which is what I call sifting through the BS and trusting intuition when mothering. We are living in a time when we are exposed to so many information daily from what we read, from who we talk, and all this information about what do we do in our lives? How do we parent? What are the tools and tactics that we can discipline our child and get our child to do this and that? These are the things that we receive on a daily basis and it can be quite overwhelming to many people, especially new mothers, because the perspective that a lot of mothers have when they step into the mothering role, when they first got to know that they're pregnant, they want to learn. They want to try to understand, figure out, okay, I want to be a good mother. I want to parent in a good way. So what exactly should I do? And chances are the sources that they look out for this information usually would be from their family members, from social media, from books, hearing from friends, hearing from family, which they have good intentions of wanting us to learn from their mistakes or from their experience. But I think sometimes of hearing all this information, they really find it very challenging to take all this information and know what works. And it really helps to know the key thing when we come to making decisions for our child and our family, which is recognizing that we are the experts of our children. So knowing that some advices are helpful to a certain extent and knowing that these are well-intended advices and knowing that they have work for other family or have not worked for the other family, I think it's worthwhile to kind of reflect what works and does not work for our child and our family. Every child is different. Every family is different. It boils down to knowing what are 
your values while parenting. And what I like to do is to reflect these few questions about what kind of values I want my child to embody, what kind of parenting values do I want to honor, and what kind of relationship do I want with my child. And through this questioning, I would be thinking about the answers to this question and asking myself if this situation aligns to what I have indicated in these answers. So really, it's about knowing what the angle is in terms of parenting. Uh, I think it's really critical to know these answers because it really helps to guide on the decision-making and the considerations day-to-day that is regarding to our child, uh, whether it's in terms of engaging them or making decisions about how do we manage tantrums and meltdowns or making decisions about their nutrition and sleep and all. So really asking the questions and if it aligns, then great. If not, then the question is what might work better in terms of the situation that you are considering to make changes or shift and embrace the power of experimenting because sometimes it's not just a once-off try and that it works thing. And as we all know as mothers, things change all the time with children. <laughs> they are brilliant in terms of changing their minds and everything and really to just embrace the apps and flows of being a parent too young children. One of the things that I think a lot of people struggle with is uh, with young children is about sleep. So there are uh, largely two cares about sleep. One would say that um, sleep guidance and training is important to ensure children have enough sleep to develop well and it emphasizes on routine and structure that helps them to meet the sleep that the child requires based on their age. While the other camp advocates the biological need for sleep, where it is child-led and recognizes that different children have varying sleep needs and is dependent on the various situations and transitions that the family, the child goes through. For me, when I think about how I did shift through the BS and the noises in my journey as a mother so far, I think infant sleep was a huge struggle for me. So I had difficulties navigating sleep for my first child. I expected that sleep will be patchy for the first three months of his life, but he was very wakeful in the first two years of his life and I was so shocked that he woke up so frequently, sometimes up to 10 times over 12 hours of night sleep, even beyond three months. I read all the information online and books about normal sleep and there was one period that I did calculation of wake times and night sleep. I had my phone next to me all the time with Excel spreadsheet open and I needed to make sure that there's the optimum number of sleep and the period of the window of amount of hours to the minutes. And I got really stressed out calculating. So I knew that that didn't work for me. 
I considered sleep training because I heard wonders from some of my friends who did it. And I also hear from other parents from the online groups that I heard uh, I am in um, saying that it really worked for them. But I realized that it does not align with my parenting values of being with, which is prioritizing the relationship with the child and holding space for all of their feelings and emotions. I knew that trick training, there's different ways. Some of them are more responsive. Some of them are less responsive. And one of the things I really hold very dear to my heart is I want to be the person that my child will want to connect and feel comfort when he's going through difficult times and difficult feelings. So that was very clearly a no for me for sleep training. So finally, I decided that, okay, I recognize that my firstborn is a sensitive kid. He has low sleep needs and he's just who he is. So I just really accepted the situation and he finally slept through the night when he was around two and a half years old. He does wake up every now and then, especially on days that he's not feeling well and when he's feeling warm or he's having a bad dream. So for number two, my son one, I decided to just see his infant sleep totally in a different way and follow his lead in terms of naps and sleep. And I can tell you, I feel so, so relieved from the pressure of wanting him to sleep longer and better. And just really embracing that that is what it is for infant sleep. And that being said, I know that I come from the privilege that I am able to raise my child while doing the business. So I have the flexibility of time and I know that others have the situation whereby sleep training and guidance works for them because they need the schedule to make sure other caregivers can follow or they need to make sure that the baby sleeps through the night because of their hectic workload. Whatever is your choice, my wish for you is that you choose whatever that works for you and it aligns to what you believe your values, your parenting values are. It also helps to ask yourself and sense the feeling inside you when you make a decision about your child or about your family and just kind of like have a gut feeling of how you feel about it. I believe that mama intuition can be something super powerful. Intuition sometimes has some be a woo-woo, but I feel that it is really a, a, like a, kind of like an inner knowing and it really comes from some of our experiences and contexts. The thing about intuition is that when we have time crafted out intentionally to connect with our child and observing them to know about their interests, needs, and emotions, that will help us to have that information like locked down in our brain like a computer. And that will help to know and make that decision when we need because we know our child's very clearly and it is through a very objective observation and understanding of our child deeply. And when we tune into this inner voice, this intuition and seek guidance from the people and the sources we trust, 
we can become more confident with our decisions in parenting and life. That is really the crux of empowered parenting because empowered parenting is all about knowing your values, knowing your parenting values, and really about knowing what you want to be to your child. I think parenting is a relationship and it's not a series of strategies and tactics. And who we are to our child matters so much because no matter what situation that he or she encounters, if our child sees us as a guiding force, a guiding person, it really makes parenting so much easier and they know that Whatever things might happen, the good things or bad things, they know that the mother is someone that they can trust and lean on. So yeah, I hope this has been something that it's useful for you to kind of reflect and really think through what matters to you as a mother so that you have the strength and the reference point to shift through the BS and to lean into your intuition when mothering. When we know how to sift through all these noises and BS and we trust the intuition while mothering, it really helps us to feel more joyful and not draining on our own energy. And it's so important to know what drains our energy and what gives us joy and light in our own lives because we're so busy as moms, right? And we need to have that consciousness when we go through life and parenting. If you'd like to further the conversation with me, do connect with me at Instagram at The Curious Mama or subscribe to my newsletter where I will share a bit more about resources relating to this topic as well. And if you'd like to show your love for this podcast, please leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. This will really mean a lot to me. Till then, take care and remember that you are enough and keep on making magic in your unique way.